What's up, guys? You are listening to The Putback, presented by Ben Gus Co. I'm Ben from Ben Gus Co. I'm Gus from Ben Gus Co. And I'm Matt from Ben Gus Co. And this is our podcast on everything NBA. Uh, going into the season, we have a lot of information to get through, so this podcast will be packed. Um, first off, you guys hear about Giannis's Supermax? That was kind of crazy. It is quite crazy. Yeah. This means a lot for uh, the teams who are out to get him, I'd say. Like, How much was it total? This would be good information to have. mil. Ah, $226 million. I'd say this is a puts a damper in the plans for teams like Dallas, Miami, and Toronto who have been <laughs> who've been stalling out to get to an attempt to get Giannis next season. Yeah, I, I agree. I think everyone knows that Giannis was always going to stick with the Bucks. Uh I mean, as an NBA fan, I'm glad to see that he signed back with the Bucks. Yeah, I think uh keeping keeping stars in uh small market uh, places is very valuable for the NBA, and I really appreciate Giannis for doing that. Also, I would like to say it was $228 million, not $226 million. Uh, interesting. Uh, it could have been nice to see him go somewhere else, though. Somewhere <laughs> like Toronto. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like bias. <laughs> what do you uh, mean? Bias oh, yeah, yeah. Before we get into a whole bunch of stuff, how about we discuss the teams we are personally rooting for, huh? Okay, sounds good. Gus should go first. Uh, I think Ben should go first. <laughs> uh, I assume we're talking about like our favorite team. Yes. So my favorite team is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Why? Why is that? Uh, I've been a big fan since you know the Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook days. Yeah. Those were those were the good times. Okay. It's fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, my name is Gus. <laughs> you don't have to say uh, I I am a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Um, for anyone who is or who stays up to date with the uh, Cleveland C- Cavaliers, oh not Cleveland Cavaliers, can't say it. Uh, for any, oh my god, I suck. Uh, Just Cal- like the Cavs. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Shots fired. Starting from the beginning, my name is Gus, and you don't uh, have to say your name. <laughs> Uh, I am a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. For anyone who stays up to date with the NBA, they are probably aware that Cleveland has sucked since LeBron James <laughs> left. And uh, that is completely true. But uh, I have been a Cleveland fan since LeBron came back. And that's about whenever I uh, started paying attention to the NBA. And then, of course, he left, breaking my heart and every other Cleveland fan. So that's that's my I mean, story. Cleveland didn't seem to treat him very well. I don't as I I don't recall. Uh, LeBron didn't treat us well. So, <laughs> uh, and of course that leaves me. Uh, I am a Toronto Raptors fan, as you might have guessed already. Um, I haven't been keeping up with the NBA for uh, an extremely long time. I'd say I started keeping up with it. Uh, Around one year before Kawhi came to the Raptors. Mm, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I would say you were probably a Raptors fan. Twenty nineteen playoffs. That's not true. Yeah. That's not even close to true. No, mm, I would say it is. No, not even, bro. That's cap. <laughs> That's cap. But I, I, rec- I recall at the beginning of last season, you couldn't give us like Kyle Lowry's number. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't know who Demar Derozan was. That's Cap. No, you <laughs> did not know who Demar Derozan yeah, was. The, literally well, the okay. soul of well, Why are you guys just okay, bullying? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> like for well, real. This, this will, this will, um, uh, tell us the truth. What was Demar Derozan's number with the Raptors? Ooh, uh, I'm not gonna say a number because you guys are gonna. Because <laughs> you don't know. I I think, but I'm not gonna say it okay, because what if it's was wrong. It? Did you say it, Matt? Eleven? <coughs> no. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I can't say it off the top of my head. Uh, you couldn't say it at all. <laughs> okay, we already talked about Giannis. If you, if you get, restart this. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, we've already talked about Giannis. There's another superstar who's causing a lot of drama this preseason. That'd be James Harden. What do you, What are your thoughts on James Harden so far, guys? Uh, personally, He's I fat. think. <laughs> I think uh, James Harden should uh, uh, put his big boy pants on and play one more season with Houston to uh, see how great John Wall and Boogie Cousins are going to be. I think that's what he's going to do, hopefully. I don't see James Harden staying with the Rockets this season. He I wants s- out. I saw the, uh, what were they, uh, the, 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 the Rockets were looking at three different teams, I think. I believe they're Rockets. I, I believe they just said that they're expanding. Yeah, to the, beyond teams that James Harden wants. Yes. I also saw recently that um, the Philadelphia 76ers have agreed to uh, put Ben Simmons in a trade package for oh James gosh. Harden. However, they are not close to a deal. They should not trade Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a is a rare breed, as I'd like to call it. I would agree with that. Uh. For me, I'd say James Harden is out of control. Uh, he spent this preseason, instead of working out with his team, he spent time in Las Vegas and Atlanta with Little Baby and strippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think James is uh, pretty well doing whatever he wants because he definitely wants out of Houston. I would which... also say he's doing whatever he wants because uh, the Rockets have treated him like a princess since 2012. I'd agree with that. Allowing him to make decisions on and off the court with the, for the franchise. Kind of uh, overdoing player empowerment, if you ask me. And when asked what Harden was doing in Las Vegas and Atlanta, he said he was, quote-unquote, visiting personal trainers. <laughs> uh, ben, isn't isn't the, um, the whole overpowering thing the same thing you said Kawhi was doing with the yes, Clippers? Yes, Ka- Kawhi is... Uh, Kawhi might be the reason that the Clippers fell apart. Uh, I I honestly don't think that's true. Uh, I think it was. Um, uh, if you say Montrezl, yeah, I, I would say Montrezl Harrell. Uh, he's a different breed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Clippers literally allowed Kawhi to do anything he wanted. Um, he lived in San Diego when the rest of the team had to live in L.A. He drove two hours, making him late to practices and team flights. Hey, man, he has a family, you know. Uh, so do the, so do other people on the team. Yeah. <laughs> just be. <laughs> yeah. Just because just because Kawhi Leonard uh, was the or is the quote unquote superstar of that team, I don't think he deserves special uh, special anything. Even if he did uh, carry a 
Mm, debatably bummy Raptors team to the uh, uh, NBA Finals. Bummy is is nowhere near the word that it should be used there. Uh, yeah, I believe Kawhi has always been much better when he wasn't treated like the guy because he was definitely better on the Spurs and he was definitely better on the Raptors when he was underrated. Yes, I'd agree with that. Once he starts getting treated like a superstar, he gets a big head, apparently. Uh, like like other stars too. Who? Montrezl Harrell. <laughs> <laughs> what did Montrezl Harrell do? Uh, he 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 uh he was a crybaby and took a salary cut to go play with the Clippers. <laughs> he made like that sounds like the opposite of a big head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, nah. He was like. I'm going to go with this team. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm going to go with this team. They're going to treat me better, and I'm going to actually have a chance to win. Yeah, he's just, he's a bandwagon going to the Lakers. Or wait, not the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers, yeah. Yeah. Interesting take. Interesting take. I was... he's, like, he's like, wait, the the Lakers just won the the uh, the finals. I can go there, and they could possibly. Play I would again. say that was more about his his anger and uh, vengeance toward Kawhi and Paul George. I I would want to get this inside scoop. Uh, I w- I would want to uh, hear what Montrezl Harrell thinks about yeah. Kawhi Leonard. And... Yeah, that'd be great to have Montrezl Harrell on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening, Montrezl. <laughs> Uh, reach out DM us DM us Trez yeah yeah also follow our Instagram if you aren't scared at Ben what do you mean if you're scared if you're not scared hey man might be scared of us since he said he had a big head oh and uh uh going back to the topic about uh DeMar DeRozan's number I was one number off he was number 10 (laughs) okay to get back on topic why haven't why hasn't James Harden and the Rockets worked in your guys' opinion, huh? Hmm. okay, so this could be uh multiple reasons. One might be he has uh trouble playing with uh Russell Westbrook, I think. But the Rockets have paired uh James Harden with three superstars now. What's the problem? I I I, I <laughs> I don't know. Uh, James Harden, if you're listening to this, uh, reach out to us and you could explain on the podcast. Uh, personally, I think uh, one reason is they should not be using James Harden as a primary ball handler. I think he plays better whenever he's off ball slash uh, taking uh, half the reps with uh, being ball, being the ball handler. Just like you and 2K. Uh Confused. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree. I guess I would say, the Rockets would be, would be better off without someone who needs the ball in his hand ninety percent of the time. Yeah, and then it's pretty tough. I also think that uh, the whole, let's get rid of everyone over six ten or whatever it was, and that playing was. super. That was a terrible idea. Well, I mean, it wasn't terrible given their circumstances with Russell Westbrook, but. Clint, Clint Capella was a defensive anchor for them. He was pretty decent. Yeah, they've just... The moves that they had made just did not work out for them. Uh, I also think it has something to do with James Harden's mentality. Unlike other stars that he's played with, he hasn't had a 
winning or teamwork-based mentality. All he seems to care about is money and fame. What are your thoughts? Interesting. I would agree with that. Because players like Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook almost exclusively care about winning and teamwork. Uh, players who who uh, make a lot of money uh, might be like, uh, if I do this, I could get more money. And then they get that mentality, it builds up, and they just keep going. Uh, another option that the Rockets have had listed was the Heat, I believe. And if James Harden gets paired with Jimmy Butler, I think that could be good for him. Hopefully change his mentality up a bit, since Jimmy Butler is the the winning beast that he is. I, yeah. I think that if uh, James Harden and Jimmy Butler could team up, that'd be, like, insane. I think having someone like Jimmy Butler on your team uh, would definitely help for the fact that Jimmy ain't no... Uh, Ain't no stinky, stinky head, if you get what I'm saying. So he's he's going to come into work, and if you aren't working, he's going to call you out and probably destroy you with, like, the third-team uh, offense. That's one of the reasons defense. why Jimmy Butler is a, is a GOAT himself, because uh, just his mentality on the game of basketball gets, gets his teammates uh, in check. If you know what I mean. And if it doesn't, he leaves. Some <laughs> cough, cough, <laughs> cough, Minnesota, cough. And the 76ers. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, now that we've talked a little bit about what the Stars have been up to in this offseason, how about the, the up-and-comers? One of the most impressive performances I've seen was from Taylor Horton Tucker from, from the Lakers. You guys see that? That was very impressive, in my opinion. Uh, a twenty-year-old out of the G League dropping thirty-three points—that's that's pretty tough. Now it it was the preseason, so I guess we'll see what how he can transition into uh, the regular season with having LeBron James and Anthony Davis on his team already. Yeah, I would I would obviously say that he's not going to be a thirty-point per night guy. Yes, as as I don't think he could be on a team with LeBron and AD. Yes, as we've learned from past LeBron, LeBron's LeBron James teams, uh, LeBron has a tendency of uh, taking away people's uh, best uh, parts of their games for the greater uh, the directly, great of the team. Are you I, directly referring to Kevin Love? Yeah, I think I think Matt might present some Toronto bias earlier, and I think you're doing some Cavs bias now. Uh, no, no, no. I didn't say anything about the Cleveland Cavaliers. I was what just saying Miami. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adonis Haslam. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What happened? Exactly. Um, he's a Miami goat. Exactly. I know Adonis Haslam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did cannot it... tell you who that is. <laughs> Okay, Taylor Horn Tucker. Uh, uh, he put up thirty-three points uh, in the preseason. That was pretty impressive. Uh, if there was a couple words to describe Taylor Horn Tucker, I'd say he's built different. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a six-four guard, two hundred forty pounds, with a seven-foot-one wingspan. I mean, that's making him the heaviest and longest guard in the twenty nineteen draft class. If we're uh, talking about. People who are, I guess, young fellows who we think are built different. 
I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm gonna get this one out of the way. Isaac Okoro. I knew you were gonna <laughs> say that. Six <laughs> six. Okay. Six uh, six. Can't come up with his weight right now, but <laughs> the kid is built for the NBA, and I legitimately think he could be the next Jimmy Butler or Kawhi Leonard. He has that defensive prowess. Uh, one of the things that really stick out with me are in the pre-draft workout process, etc., whenever they're interviewing with the uh, rookies or the soon-to-be rookies, uh, Cavs coach J.B. Bickerstaff, whenever he was talking to Isaac Okoro, one of the things he asked him was, uh, given the circumstances, uh, to choose three things, which, he, which thing Isaac Okoro would rather do, one of which was, score a game and skate oh my god I can't talk <laughs> one of which was score a game-winning bucket something like that uh another thing I don't freaking remember but the main thing that Isaac Cora ended up picking was getting a stop on defense that is how you turn a franchise around and that is the type of mentality that you want in a young NBA player I believe uh, I believe you mentioned him being a maybe a Kawhi Leonard type that brings you back to Talon Horn Tucker, with his hands only slightly smaller than Kawhi Leonard's. At 6'4", those are some big hands. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, I think we should dive into more of the, uh, the rookies of this, this season's NBA. Uh, uh, who, was the, who was the number one pick? Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> So let's talk about where the Timberwolves are going. I believe Anthony Edwards uh, is going to be a disappointment. I think Anthony Edwards might be Andrew Wiggins 2.0 because uh, I kind of doubt his uh, real uh, love for basketball, especially for the fact that he said (laughs) that he would rather be drafted into the NFL than the NBA after. And he's the freaking number one pick. Yeah, and he also said that he didn't even enjoy watching basketball. What? Yeah, yeah that's... I did not hear that. Yeah, I, I don't know how to feel about that And one. I believe he was also talking about how he wanted to use the NBA to help launch his music career. <laughs> that's uh, another dollar dame on our hands, and we know how that went. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, this Dame Dollar, come on the podcast. Yeah, Dame Dollar, if you're listening, uh, we'd really enjoy you to come on the podcast and talk a little bit about your music, maybe some upcoming drops, if, you, if you're continuing your music career. But um, anyway, someone else that uh, I personally think is going to make a huge impact on the league is uh, Obi Toppin. I would agree. I, I would say he's either my second or first choice for Rookie of the Year this year. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, looking at some of his uh, background accomplishments, he, he, I mean, I can't name him off the top of my head, but watching him play in college, like he's a beast, and I think he could easily continue that over to the league. Yeah, I would say he's one of the most NBA-ready players out there currently. I think he's definitely NBA-ready for the fact that he spent multiple years in college, and uh, I mean, the kid's grown. He's he's got a, a grown man's body, and he can obviously transition that into the NBA. So, uh, Gus, 
When I first mentioned Obi Toppin's name, yeah, you started shaking your head no. I didn't shake my head. I started laughing because of Ben's face. <laughs> I don't think that's why you're starting to laugh. I think you might have a little bit of a uh, hate toward Obi Toppin. I don't have any hate o- uh, over Obi Toppin. No hate at all. I think Obi, Obi if you're listening, uh, we'd really enjoy you to come on the podcast if you want uh, talk about your future success in the league. I think what uh, Matt was trying to get out of me was the fact that I preferred the Cavaliers not to draft Obi Toppin, which they made the right selection, in my opinion. Anyway... I think Obi Toppin might have the the ability to turn around the Knicks franchise. He's the building block that they need to build around. RJ was a flop. They need to get rid of his, his <laughs> sorry butt. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Now let's not go too far. RJ, it was just his first year. Yeah. I don't care. RJ's weak. <laughs> RJ's a weak man. Wow. He could He could work out, you know, get some muscle on him. Uh, I wasn't really talking about him physically being weak. I would say more of his talent is <laughs> <laughs> <His> weak. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I don't know about Obi being the savior that you think he is. Obi, Obi Toppin at the power forward position is the next uh, Patrick Uwe. I wouldn't agree with that. And <laughs> I think he, All jokes, all jokes. Uh, you may be able to say he... He could fill a Carmelo Anthony type role for them, as in uh, <laughs> he looks he can, exactly as like in, Carmelo Anthony. As in he can score a bunch, uh, plays no defense, and then <laughs> will also never win anything in New York. Uh, moving on, I think we should uh, talk about someone who has uh, uh, recently won quite a bit. Uh, NBA speaking, uh, none other than Danny Green. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Danny Green? Uh, Danny Green seems like the key to success for multiple NBA teams now. I would say I hope the 76ers win the championship this year, As uh, since the OKC isn't in the running, obviously. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at that. I think uh, what OKC, or OKC, excuse me, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be mad at that. I think uh, what Philadelphia has done to... Uh, try to fix their mistakes as far as getting rid of um, Mr. Uh, what's his name? OKC Center now. Steven Adams? No, the now. What's his name? The one who played for the Celtics. Al Horford? Al Horford. Getting rid of Al Horford. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, getting rid of Al Horford was a good idea. Um, and putting shooters around Ben Simmons is also a very good idea. So, liking what they are doing. I personally think that... I, I really don't think the 76ers are going to win this year. Um, uh, Dan, I think Danny Green's just been lucky. Uh, he was with the Spurs. I think he got lucky. Uh, he was with the... Danny Green was a pretty big big guy on the Spurs. I, I mean... Yeah, and he also, like, uh, back in the, the 2019 finals, he was a, I think he was a key, like, uh, he took a big part in winning for the Raptors, but um, my point is definitely last year, 
I think 100% he got lucky with the Lakers. Uh, missing a few key shots, you know. It's a fair assumption. I, I obviously... No I, hate on Danny Green. Uh, Danny Green, if you're listening to this, if you want to come on the podcast. <laughs> I, I personally do not think that the 76ers are going to win the championship next year. I would say the Lakers are the clear favorite for a back-to-back since they've expanded their... Or maybe, I'm just saying maybe, the Clippers, I mean, they they do have close to a super team. And, you know, last year was not a, a, a good example of what they should have done. But this year's going to be different, I feel. If Kawhi Leonard doesn't disappoint... Uh, I would agree. I hope the the Clippers are much better, but I would still say the Lakers. Yeah, with the with the the Clippers are much better with the loss of um, uh, uh, what's his name? I can't even remember. Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell. With the loss of Montrez Harrell, I think they're. You mean be sixth man of the year, Montrez Harrell? Uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> I believe with the. No hate to Montrez. <laughs> it seems like you're hating on Montrez. <laughs> I believe since the Lakers have gained players like Montrezl Harrell and Dennis Schroeder, that has greatly uh, deepened their their ability on the court. Also, picking up Wesley Matthews was a was a good good cop. Nice. <laughs> uh, moving on to our next topic, I think we're gonna talk about the uh, awards for this year. Our predictions, you know. Okay, starting with Rookie of the Year. Ne- just name your top one or two guys who you think are going to have a chance at the award. Uh, as we mentioned before, I definitely think Obi Toppin is one of the uh, one of the takers for that position. Um, that's my that's my opinion. Okay, for my number one guy, I would have to say Lamelo Ball. I think he's going to have a pretty solid breakout season. Uh, he's going to. Talking about Lamelo, watching his game, I mean, uh, yeah, he's Lamelo, cool, he's famous, everyone knows Lamelo, but I, I don't think that he's gonna be Rookie of the Year. I just don't know if he has it. Uh, I'd have to say my top two. I'd agree with Ben with Lamelo, and then I think closely behind him, uh, would have to be Isaac Okoro. <laughs> now uh, this is not biased. Yes, it is. This I is swear it's biased. not. Uh, no hate to uh, Lamella Ball. Uh, if you're watching this, if you want to come on the podcast, uh, that'd be uh, we'd be cool with that. Uh, if you if you are familiar with our channel Ben Gusco, uh, you would see the um, the world's shortest NBA player in that video. I was talking about Lamella Ball. Uh, I unfortunately did not take his spot. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of everyone in the draft, Lamella Ball has the most raw talent out of any of them. He has the probably some of the greatest passing ability we've seen in quite yeah, a while coming sure. in the draft. Uh, looking at one game, uh, he didn't score. That was just his first game. Yeah, and I'll, it's I'll a give game. I'll give credit where credit's due, but hopefully, I'm saying hopefully it transitions and he proves me wrong and becomes the rookie of the year. I believe uh, Dwayne Wade said that. Uh, and not so breaking news, LaMelo Ball is going to be a problem in the NBA. As wow. in, a problem for other teams. Ah, interesting. 
Yeah, I think his passing ability is uh, almost second to none. So it's pretty, uh, pretty insane. So do you guys think that he's gonna live up to the uh, Lonzo Ball hype? Like, be close uh, to Lonzo in talent wise? I would. I, I would hope he would pass. That. I would think Lonzo. he would pass Lonzo. Unless Lonzo makes a jump this year, I would say he's he's not doing so great. Right, Lonzo's had a few years on his belt. I don't think he's gonna just like suddenly jump. I don't know why that would be a thing, but I mean, okay, moving on from our rookie of the year. So you said Obi Toppin. We have Lamelo Ball. You might have Isaac Okoro. Going into most improved, and one one of the most players I hope for was Lonzo Ball. I hope Lonzo Ball. My three guys are Shea, Gilders Alexander, Michael Porter Jr., and Lonzo Ball. Those are my three guys that I'm hoping for. Uh, um, this is this isn't biased at all. Uh, I'm gonna say um, now that I'm on the spot, I can't think of his name. Kyle uh, Lowry. <laughs> no. Fred VanVleet. No, 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 no. OG and Anobi. Yeah, I was gonna say OG and Anobi. Hopefully, uh, he was. Pretty decent last year, I'm gonna say. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't too. Um, okay, now since this is not biased, why do you think he's gonna make the jump? Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, guys. Um, I would. I think Michael Porter Jr. Uh, has all the potential to to uh, claim this award. But uh, I also think <laughs> this was like Jetty Osmond. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jetty, uh, Jetty is not gonna get it this year, nor will he ever get it. <laughs> but given the right amount of minutes, I think that Kevin Porter Jr. could uh, kind of bias. Could no, Definitely. this is not this is not bias. Kevin Porter Jr. very legitimately has a chance to become the most improved player. Is doesn't Kevin have, Porter Jr. going like, to be allowed lawsuits? to play this season? If Kevin, that's why I said, given the right amount of minutes, of course that means given the take that he can play. I think Kevin Porter Jr. is going to be in the wrong type of court this year. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to get some get. I'm, I think he's going to score quite a few buckets on the. Um, on the uh, judge? No. Uh, what? On what? the inmates? <laughs> no, no. What's the uh, <laughs> during yard time? What's the yard called? Like, where do they play? Like, what's that called? I, I don't know. Okay, well... I think we get where you're saying. Yeah, you get Kevin Porter saying. Jr., I believe, didn't he uh, brutally <laughs> knock out a woman, <laughs> crash a car, and was found with drugs and guns? I'm not saying any of this is okay, because it obviously is not, but I am saying that Kevin Porter Jr., uh, all of his charges were dropped, and... Wonder why. And and he has an insanely uh, high ceiling because he's just a very talented young man. And if he can get it all together and uh, get it, and if he can get the opportunity, I think uh, he could really let it fly. Oh my gosh! Okay, so uh, what I was talking about earlier, I was talking about like the prison yard. Um, trying to figure out what it's called, I like, Google searched it. And I, I typed in prison play yard, like, what's it called? And uh, the things that are popping up, uh, Todd LaRue, uh, play, play place, uh, jail, baby playpen. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's horrible. Okay, okay. Uh, but for my, my, mo- my point was that uh, 
I think Kevin Porter Jr. is going to be scoring a lot on and in, in the uh, yard in the prison place is what I was going to. Uh, for my reasoning behind who I have as number one for Shea Gilders Alexander, uh, coming off a season where he was under the wing of Chris Paul, uh, arguably the greatest point guard of all time. Uh, he probably he definitely learned a lot from Chris Paul. And this year, since Chris Paul is gone, he'll be given the keys to the offense to make all the right moves. So I think Shea Gilders-Alexander has all the assets to become the 2020 MIP. Yeah, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. I can understand that. Understandable. <laughs> okay, so so what's another one? So we want to we, we save MVP for last, right? Yeah. yeah. So what, sixth man of the year? Let's go six man of the year. Uh, I I don't know who's gonna get six man of the year, uh, but I really hope that Montrezl Harrell doesn't get it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that's I actually think Montrezl Harrell might be in a good spot to get it again, since Marcus All will probably be starting for the center position. Yeah. Uh, hopefully not. Uh, Marcus All's. No hate on Mark Gasol. Uh, what you've done with the Raptors has been uh, great, in my opinion. Uh, I I think Mark Gasol is kind of washed. No hate oh on Mark. Oh my god! Wow. No hate on Mark. That's hey Mark, crazy. as a Raptors fan, you're calling Mark no, Gasol Okay, wash. hold on, hold on. Let me explain myself. Mark Gasol, if you if you're watching this, no hate on you. Uh, I would love you to come on the podcast and talk. Uh, Mark Gasol has. Uh, let's be honest, he's getting old. What is he, like 34 now? Uh, he's definitely a big man. I'm, uh, old big men, their bones start to hurt, you know. <laughs> uh, I only, he, he, there was talks of him going overseas and playing, uh, instead of continuing with the NBA. Uh, I do think he's just getting older, uh, not as talented as he used to be. Kind of like a, uh, Pau Gasol type of deal, you know. So, that that that's where I'm coming from. I'm not saying uh, in a hateful way. <laughs> yes. Uh, sixth man of the year. Hmm. Well. Uh. Yeah, this is kind of a tough award to select for since the season hasn't started yet. Yeah. Um, we don't know. We don't know the exact lineups. I'm gonna go with Montrez Harrell. Why not? Yeah, Montrez Harrell back to back. I definitely think that the uh, Lakers should definitely start Montrez Harrell over Marcus Uh I don't know. Marcus can stretch the floor for him pretty good. I think that Marcus Lakers. I think that the Lakers should start Anthony Davis out of five. At the five. Move Mark to the four. No. Who's who's playing the four now? LeBron. Who's playing small? Taylor Horton Tucker. <laughs> who's playing shooting guard or point guard? Alex Caruso and uh, the Schroeder. Schroeder. That's interesting. Exactly. Sounds great to me. I don't think Taylor Horton Tucker has has been able to start yet. Ah, I think he can. I do believe that. Uh, Frank Vogel is their coach, correct? Yes, yeah. you also think that... Uh, uh, Frank Vogel did say, I believe, in the bubble that he wanted to start uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. I mean, that was also back when they didn't have a lot of the valuable assets that they have now. 
Mm. Uh, she also thinks that KPJ could get the, uh, uh, what was it? What was Most it? approved? Yeah. For good reasoning. He's the steal of that draft. He's going to be spending more time in the the wrong court. He you know is. No, no his, on... his charges got dropped. <laughs> no hate on... <laughs> no hate on KPJ, if you want to come on the podcast. Uh, please do. I don't... Can you get a phone in prison? <laughs> He's not in prison. His charges are dropped. Change the subject. <laughs> okay, so what? What, like, coach of the year now? Coach of the year? I definitely think that uh, Nick Nurse has a another, uh, I mean, big chance to get it. He's definitely a, one of the greater coaches of the NBA, if not the best mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And I think J.B. Bickerstaff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you guys just are just saying Raptors and Cavs. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but I think Steve Kerr is going to get it because the Ooh, uh, the Warriors are going to come back and Actually, not that you show, say that, that. show that they never, uh, that they really pulled the hood over everyone's heads last year and uh, now they're gonna win the NBA championship now that so. you say that I think Nick Nurse does have a a big chance to get it I think it'll either between be between or not Nick Nurse I meant Steve Kerr I pardon me I definitely think it's between Nick Nurse and Steve Kerr uh, for the spot uh, the, because uh, what is it the Golden State Warriors are definitely gonna have a big comeback um, unfortunately without Clay. So, I think, but with this comeback, it could bring attention to Steve Kerr and his uh, coaching ability. So, it could be interesting. That I, that actually brings up uh, something that popped into my head. I feel like uh, Andrew Wiggins, given the opportunity, he could be <laughs> he could be the NBA's most improved player. But let's move on. Uh Another guy who might have a chance at the most improved player on the Warriors could be uh, uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. I believe he's he's quoted this offseason saying that he is ready to be a franchise player. Mm-hmm. So, so is he is he making that jump? Who knows? I'm gonna be honest. I haven't really kept tabs on Kelly Oubre. Yeah, so. I don't keep tabs on him like you do, Ben. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't Gabe. It's Oubre. <laughs> That's kind of sus, though. Uh, for me, Coach of the Year, I think Steve Kerr does have a good shot. But I think a surprising surprising guy might be Monty Williams from the Phoenix Suns. Uh, with Chris Paul there, basically having a coach on the court, and hopefully with uh, their the, the young big man, DeAndre Ayton. With DeAndre Ayton's improvement, I think they could have a pretty good pretty good run if deandre Ayton can do the pick and roll with chris paul that'll be pretty nice i think i'd agree next award nice uh i think we should just skip straight to the mvp yeah <laughs> yeah yes coach of the year and six of the year they don't really matter yeah, no one cares. what everyone's here for is the mvp now uh i i think it's either between uh who is it Giannis and uh, <laughs> Why are you laughing, guys? Giannis and Darius Garland? <laughs> <laughs> That's no. Darius Garland has I'm absolutely zero percent chance of getting MVP this year. Yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, uh, who is it against? Two people. Giannis and LeBron. 
Luca. I, I don't. S- Luca. That was it. I think Steph. I think it's either between uh, Giannis or Luca. I, I think I'm. Yeah. A, I like I like Luca. I like we Luka. didn't do defensive player of the year. Eh. Yeah, I don't care. We'll do it after. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like Luca. I think we that's all know an that, interesting uh, choice. We all know that Kawhi's gonna get it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but Steph, I think Steph could be a could be a pretty sweet option for MVP. So guys, it seems like you're you're betting pretty hard on this Warriors comeback. Just wait, they'll win that, the NBA championship. I, I'm kind of hyped to see the Warriors come back. Especially if they trade for Kevin Love. I mean, this is not a bias or anything, but I'm just saying. This is kind of. I believe a, there's multiple NBA executives who have said that the Warriors will be quote unquote lucky if they make the playoffs. That's that's got to be cap. I'd agree. That's a ton of cap. Capage. Yeah, okay, they must have picked that cap just like the garden. just like how whoever said the the Thunder last year has a zero point something chance of getting the playoffs, and they got it. They got you limbed first round, but so what? They still made the playoffs. And I mean, they arguably could have beat the the Rockets. Who knows? You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, I completely zoned out. I don't know what you're talking about. Interesting. I forgot what we're talking about. MVP. Uh, I think that LeBron. I don't. Oh, we're talking about the Warriors comeback. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're okay. going eighty-two and zero. <laughs> we're not playing eighty-two games this season. You're right. I was. <laughs> Is it seventy-two okay. games? Yeah, it's seventy-two. Yeah, eighty-two and zero. I'm talking okay, about the guess. first ten games that they play in the preseason in the uh, playoffs. With the Warriors, oh, um, you got you got Steph. Who's the second best player on that team? With since Clay's out, uh, <laughs> Draymond Green. I don't think Draymond Green's got it in him anymore. Draymond will be uh, won't be depressed now because <laughs> the team isn't going to be cheeks because he's going to have his leader Steph, and then uh, Andrew Wiggins is going to be right there, hopefully giving his all. For once in his career, that might be great for them. And then Kelly Oubre, as you said, you're never mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's there too, so that's that's pretty sweet for Gosh, them. Gosh, with guess. a second best player of oh, I'm sorry, I completely forgot. James freaking Wiseman, get watch with, out. With a second best player is probably Andrew Wiggins. Do you think they actually have a good chance? Yeah. You know uh, why? You know why? Two words, Steph. Curry. I was going to say freaking in between, but that's three words. <laughs> Steph Curry, baby. Gus Splash. is turning into a uh, Warriors fan, I think. Now that LeBron ain't trying to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> the Cavs. Listen, my... I was... Never mind, I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> Why? Why? No, no reason. Gus has been a Cavs fan, but I think the Cavs are disappointing him. Oh, they're not disappointing me since they finally made a good pick in the draft. I'm oh god! I if know, if I didn't they were to that, pick, if Porter they were to Jr. pick Obi Toppin, would you have switched to a, a Golden State fan? No, not not really. Obi Toppin would be probably better first year than Isaac Okoro. I would agree. <sighs> I I'd like to see like them I, side by side. Obi Toppin years. for the Obi Toppin is not a good fit for the Cavs at all. Yeah, because you guys have like no defense. Exactly. Weren't we they like defense. the worst defense in the league we last year? One of we were very poor in defense. Like you said, um, who was it? 
uh, who did the Cavs pick? Isaac Okoro. Yeah, Isaac Okoro. You said that Isaac Okoro would rather get a defensive stop. Exactly. That's that's good for a young man. Okay, okay. My choice for the MVP, I'm hoping Luka makes the jump this year. I think Luka's got it. Yeah, I would agree. I hope. I hope Luka's got it. Uh, Luka's kind of been under the radar this year, probably because of the bubble. I mean, but I also wouldn't mind Giannis becoming one of the what three other guys to get a three P MVP. That'd be pretty sweet. The first since Larry Bird in eighty four through eighty six. Now it would be kind of interesting if uh, a different player like suddenly took a jump. What if Kawhi gets MVP? <laughs> I mean, that could be interesting. There's always there's always like. Kawhi, if you're listening to this, we'd be more than happy to get you on the podcast and talk. So, Okay, Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to say it's probably going to be Giannis again. And I feel like Gus is going to say Andre Drummond. I'm not going to say Andre Drummond. I mean, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'd say give it to Giannis, the Greek freak. Cover of NBA 2... Uh, NBA 2K19. Yeah. <laughs> okay, those were our award predictions. So, got anything else to say? Um, mm, I don't know what do you guys think. You guys have any opinions on the Cavs? <laughs> uh, the Cavs Dude. suck. And uh, they will not be getting Cade Cunningham in the next that. draft. That that uh, that pick will yeah. belong to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Gus has been talking that about that for a while. That sounds pretty biased. We agreed not to put bias in the podcast. <laughs> you guys were talking about the Cavs and Raptors. The Cavs, Raptors, and Kawhi the whole time. Cavs. I haven't said anything about Kawhi Leonard. I go, believe- back, go back in the recording. We have not mentioned that once. <laughs> Yeah, I believe the Thunder have made the right moves to wrong. get <laughs> to get whoever they want in the next draft. Unless the Cavs get the first overall pick, and then you ain't getting crap. I mean, the the, the Thunder are predicted to be the worst team in the West. The Cavs are predicted to be the worst team in the East. So we'll see who gets that pick. Yeah, you have way too much faith in the lottery system. <laughs> anyway. Uh. The Thunder also have the ammo to trade up, unlike the Cavs. Exactly. That's why I'm saying if we get the first overall pick, he ain't getting K. That's all I'm getting. I feel like the the Cavs are stupid enough uh, to trade, uh, I don't know, listen, what, the second or third pick plus a couple other first-round picks. Listen, just because the Cavaliers' front office isn't the Actually, greatest. That wouldn't even be that bad. You can get, like, Jalen Green or something. But that's not who we need. Or Jonathan we need Cade. We need who? Cade Cunningham. <laughs> we, need, who? we need Cade Cunningham, the goat. Uh, Cade Cunningham, twenty twenty one. Cavs first round. Twenty twenty two. First overall pick. Twenty twenty one. Anyway, uh, I think we should go on to a more interesting topic. Uh, possible rookies for next season. Flight reacts. Uh, what do you think about that? Are you saying that Flight Reacts is going to be a rookie <laughs> next year? You never know. He could declare for the draft. He's been talking about getting his game up. <laughs> I don't think uh, 
Flight Reacts could take the 60 overall pick for this year in a 1v1. Yeah, I definitely I would agree with that. That's tough. Well, we carried this year. December is here. <laughs> um, Next year's not going to be it. You've listened to the Putback presented by Ben Gusco. I'm Ben from Ben Gusco. I'm Gus from Ben Gusco. And I am Matt from Ben Gusco. Thanks for listening. And if you made it this far, you can, you can take this and put back into the trash. <laughs>